movies uh only if they feature bucket butts <laughs> so yes I, well I, particularly if they feature bucket butts i i i put a spin on our you know classic opening by now because at the very beginning of this film it, it says a movie <laughs> yes colon house, house which is almost a better title than just house i know Why'd they leave that part out off the off the box art? <laughs> no. this is, I, I was really excited. I was like, "Oh, good! At least I know it's a movie now." Yeah. The, okay. Well, let's 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 back up. Welcome to Criterionauts. This is mission number four. Ooh. House. Houseu. Houseu. Or no. is it's house? No, it's like this. House. Like, have you watched the trailer? Yeah. If they say it like seven times. No, I didn't watch the trailer. House. House. I am one of your Criterionauts, Joey. I'm your other Criterionaut, Brian. We are going to talk about the most insane movie I think I've watched probably ever. This is Criterion number 539, House, a.k.a. Houseu, directed by Nubohiko Ubayashi. Ubayashi. um, From 1977. It's right. listed as a, this is why I knew it was in for a ride, when the listing on IMDb called it a comedy fantasy horror. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is going to be a fun ride. Rotten Tomatoes, 88%. Not a whole, whole lot of reviews because it's one of those backdated Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So it's like people who are passionate about a movie will go to Rotten Tomatoes and review older stuff. So usually know. those are always pretty high. I wonder if there's somebody at Criterion who's just like looks at the old backlog that they have and then their job is to go to rotten tomatoes and like put a bunch of reviews in. <laughs> i don't know it's there's only just just to get it up so then people see it like oh criterion oh it's high on rotten tomatoes yeah. so it must be good it's 26 total reviews with 23 positive and three negative uh imdb score 7.3 total runtime of the of 88 of the most insane minutes of uh, 88 very happy minutes. I was very happy that it was so short. I, I turned it on expecting it to be like yeah. another four-hour epic. Yeah. Just because it was in Japanese. And I only have that background just because of Seven Samurai. Mm-hmm. And I saw that it was an hour and 27. Uh, I just It's breezy. It was an it, easy one. It was one. an easy hour and 27, and honestly. I will say, even though it was like a thing, it was a fun 88 minutes to get through still. It was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was definitely, it was a tour de force. <laughs> Sure. I think it's maybe a a weird... I have some... uh, It's going to make a lot of sense because on Hulu, which is where you can watch this, uh, if you're subscribed to Hulu uh, Hulu Plus, Plus, you can watch this. But for whatever reason, it doesn't show up if you search on Hulu. You have to go to the Criterion page for House. You can search. I was able to search. I couldn't find it. If you search search by the director's name, it brings it up. Okay. Well, there you go. So that's what I did. Also, I also searched Houseu. And I think I got it that I way. I tried as well. that one. Maybe I spelled Houseu wrong. But you might have. But definitely, if you put the director's name in, it pops right up. Mm. Which, um, since you didn't watch any, they have a, two supplemental pieces on there. Okay. There's like a 45 minute Ooh. interview with like um, the director and the 
the co-writer and the director's daughter, which is very important. I, and I will talk about I this at the really end. I really wish I'd watched that it's, now. Yeah. I watched about half of it because then uh, Matt and Nick got here. But then uh, I'll bring up some of the points at the end. It's going to make a lot of se- more sense. Okay, good. Not a lot of actual sense. I'm sure it would help clarify some things, maybe. No, it, it won't. No? But it's just, okay. it at least gives you the method to the everything you <laughs> well, saw. Yeah, that's, well, yeah, that's what... Yeah. That's the only level of clarification I think I could ever hope for was a little bit of the thought process to making that movie. Not so much as questions about the plot or anything because oh. that's just gone. I mean, those are just like, whatever. The plot itself is very simple and very, like... They had a very simple story and it was just executed with a bunch of, like, acid and psilocybin yeah. And okay, let's get into it. Let's do it. The um the beginning, like we said, starts with the classification of a movie house. We are going in. Um so we we are first introduced by our two characters who I very much appreciate the character names in I this. thought it was it was awesome. When I was reading the description of the movie beforehand, mm-hmm. they they made it a it seemed like they were making a point to tell you the personality just in the description. I'm like, that's kind of interesting that they would do that just in the description oh, like, it's so simple like, like kung fu yeah kung fu well not just as her name but it said in parentheses good at kung fu or so and melody likes music so oh, and so likes this and then Hang they on. open it up what? we're being rude go on we forgot to talk to criterion about about oh yeah sorry we totally forgot all right we all got we got caught up and and just, just the utter insaneness of this movie yeah it's it's par for the course for what we just had to watch but all right let's talk to criterion about and let's, let's learn out. what uh house is about ski uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> How to describe Nobuhiko Obayashi's indescribable <laughs> 1977 movie, House. Hausu? <laughs> That's just written so weird. As a psychedelic ghost tale, a stream of consciousness bedtime story, an episode of Scooby Doo as directed by Mario Bava. That must be some like fancy person joke. I, I thought, or something we just haven't quite stumbled onto yet. I guess maybe it's one of those things we're gonna find out like later in Criterion World who that guy is. This foreshadowing. I didn't feel like researching that name. <laughs> <laughs> it did pop into my mind like briefly. He's like, I should look up who that is, and then I think I ate dinner and forgot. <laughs> Any of the above will do for this hallucinatory head trip about a schoolgirl who travels with six classmates to her alien aunt's creaky country home and comes face to face with evil spirits, a demonic house cat, a bloodthirsty piano. That is not a typo. Nope. No, I was really excited when I I read that part before I watched it and immediately tweeted that out just because it was, I got really excited about bloodthirsty piano. And other ghoulish visions. All realized by Oyashi's via mats animation and collage effects. Equally absurd and nightmarish, House might be uh, House might have been beamed to Earth from some other planet. Yeah. <laughs> Never before available on home video in the United States. It's one of the most exciting cult discoveries in years. <laughs> it is definitely something that aliens would think to make after watching like a bunch of different horror movies it's like their interpretation and, yeah their interpretation yeah. is this by just putting all of it into one things that blood shows up There's all <laughs> these things. <laughs> things that shouldn't eat stuff eat stuff let's put the same music 
throughout the whole thing <laughs> that's like kind of happy and not spooky at all. I love that their way of describing it is that it's indescribable. Yeah. yeah that's great. perfect. All right. Now we're in it. Sorry. Okay. Back. Back to this thing. We, uh, I appreciate that the names in this, uh, all the characters in the movie are like my shorthand names of what I name characters from Seven Samurai. Yeah, that's exactly, and that's just, but that's how I remembered them too. Yeah, no, it was perfect. Yeah, it was, it was like great. they heard, yeah. retroactively heard our note, <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, we know our names are like wicked complicated. So, so we're gonna change it to gorgeous. Yeah, and kung fu. We got we got and gorgeous melody, fantasy, melody, kung fu, prof, short prof, for professor, professor. Mac. Short for fat person? <laughs> yeah, M-A-C. Uh, sweet, and then uh, a couple other adults that we'll get to as we come to them. But they essentially, there's the cast of seven, and the director even brought up seven samurai in yeah. the video. He's like, in Japan, you just have seven. Seven it's is just a thing. A thing, I yeah. guess. It did seem like a lot. At first, I thought that when I was writing the descriptions of the names, like bef- just to remember which one was which, I'm like... <laughs> Kung Fu. Do I have color Kung Fu? I'm like, do I have too many? Is there? No, there are actually seven girls. I thought it was like four or five. Oh no! And then I realized it was actually seven. There's a went on. There's a sequence where they like bounce between all of them, and they they kind of give like a brief introduction. It's like, oh, he's manly, and then or Kung Fu spikes a ball and like, I'm manly or whatever. And then I got through that sequence after writing all of them down, and I had six. I was like. Fuck, and I had to like rewind and try to find the other one. <laughs> yeah, that's when I was writing down the names and stuff as it was going. Actually, no, I just went the Joey way where I just wrote the descriptions, even though the names were the descriptions on yeah, this one. Yeah, no, I did, I did too. I put, uh, uh, so we got Gorgeous and Fantasy are who we start with. So Gorgeous yeah. Which has... one, okay, here's, which one was uh, the clean one? The one who like- Sweet. Oh, that was Sweet? Okay, yeah. all right. Sweet is glossed by in that first conversation. She's right. the one I missed. Yeah. But uh, Gorgeous has mom issues- fantasy is in love with uh one of their teachers melody is the i put fatty with guitar at first because i hadn't been introduced to mac yet yeah and then went to kung fu quote unquote so manly professor is a nerd with harry potter glasses and mac is a fatty and then sweet in that scene was just blowing bubbles i guess that means okay she, she was clean. like off to the side or something yeah yeah there was she like, just right well, sweet and well, like, bubbles yeah. are basically soap so yeah, so, yeah i guess that so. makes sense. she loves to clean yeah so we we are introduced to this this group of girls uh, via fantasy and I can't believe these are, the, these are their names. <laughs> fantasy and gorgeous uh, taking photos of each other before they're about to go on break. Right. Yeah. So that's a, that's the end of school or something. I I think I it's think... the end of their school year is what it made it seem like they're going for like a summer break or something. Okay. Yeah. So that's that was the impression that I got. And the big plan is that all of these girls are going to go hang out with one of these teachers. Uh, named Mr. Toho. Togo. Tog- Togo-san. Is it Togo? Yeah, it's Togo. T-O-G-O. He's the worst. <laughs> He's, oh my we'll get to, fucking God. Do you want to hear? <laughs> no, well, we'll, we'll get there we'll in a get, second. We'll get there. They're going to go to a thing, and they're going to hang out with their teacher that uh, <laughs> Fantasy has a big crush on. And He's, he's awful. <laughs> he's so fucking built up that by the time you actually see this teacher, I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> the, the note that I had was, he looks like a Vietnam vet from the other side. <laughs> He's got amazing chops. He does. He does. But he's wearing like that 70s like uh, army hat, the green army hat that like protesters and stuff would wear. And I just got just with the vibe I got from him. 
Also, that's racist, right? No matter what, what we say, we fought the Japanese or the Vietnamese. Shit! Oh God! <laughs> okay, there. It okay, is. there it is. That's that's what it is. All right. No, regardless of what we say in this episode, the criteria not <laughs> just <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> I just want to start this episode with the disclaimer that I'm not a racist person. Yeah, but I just but really I did just like- say <laughs> that Vietnamese were Japanese people. Yeah, I well I I can't. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. <laughs> So their their plan is to go hang out with Mr. Togo 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 San at some sort of camp. But um, we learn that Gorgeous's father, who is a, a he's sim- a film music, I assume a oh, music a composer, composer for right. film. Yeah, who and he has to go to set and do that out of country. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know what, you know how it works in the industry. You send everybody to where you're shooting that yeah. week, so you can get it all done there. Exactly. Yeah. That way, everybody's you know. And movies, movies are all done live in camera, and and when it's done, then everyone goes home. Exactly. Yeah. Then it's, then it's done. When they hit, when they when the director says cut, they're done. They move on. <laughs> it's all done in camera. Yeah, it's a little bit of, of there's a little bit of industry inside information. You Everything a, is done inside camera. You got the score or the orchestra off to the side. Yeah, they're just. But they're really good because when you shoot out of order, you have to know which part of the song you're coming they're, into talented artist yeah, for a it's reason. crazy. Um, you have to have a special uh, mentality to handle film like that. So Gorgeous goes home uh, to meet her dad, who her, she's not going to go on this trip, because no. she's going to go with her dad to someplace. Um, Beach house something. T- some in some Japan place. Someplace. Um, but she goes home to her TV set house, mm-hmm. and then you know, hangs out with her dad on the porch, who's just decided to bring home a new mom. Yeah. You know, just, just out of the blue drops it like, I have this girlfriend. Also, she's going to be your new mother. Also, also she, she wears this scarf that's just constantly blowing in the wind. Also, she's a windbender. <laughs> that scarf, I was so scared for her. If I had that much wind around me all the time, I wouldn't have a scarf like that because I would be worried about getting choked to death. No, like, it's just gonna, the wind is going to catch it, and then she's just going to get strangled by this scarf. As soon as she came out, I'm like, wow, that was really really windy but then like it never stops it never stops every time she's on screen but then they cut she's wide like and no one else is blowing and i thought that was fucking amazing yeah, like it's always just her because yeah. she's so like angelic and perfect mm-hmm. uh yeah that's that's ryoko em- emma that's her name was that her name i did get her name yeah ryoko because it's only matters at the beginning and the end and barely it, yeah um but you know the gorgeous is all pissed off at her dad now because um their mom or his wife, her mom, is dead. So she decides to go hang out in a room and talk to her she, photo. She for- decides to go have an, a weird conversation in between uh, ed- lots of black space. Every time that the camera was changing when she first went into a room, and it went to the first three shots, there was like half a second of black, then it was a shot. Half a second of black, and then there's a shot. I'm like, is this whole sequence going to be like this? Well, and then she did her X-Men power, which is turn in a circle and you change clothes. Yeah. Which was amazing. That was great. That but, was, no, that wasn't X-Men. That's a classic Superman move. Mm, Going in the phone booth. Or a Sailor just, Moon. Something. I, I, was, I like to think Superman on that one. But it was, a, uh, that was a good good costume change. This is going to be a tough one. Not I utilized well enough in the film the rest of the time. Sadly, we Her never Superman come back power? to it. Sadly, we never come back to that. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. just a one-time thing. There's We've already skipped by some of the weird shit in this. And it's going to be hard to just be like, yeah, remember that one thing? Because I'm not going to have a lot to say on all of it. But we've already missed the freeze frame scarf drop. Oh, yeah. The one where it's off to her side, still in frame. Half the movie, the beginning of the movie, I thought was in picture in picture. 
Like when the movie started, it was a square yeah. inside of another frame thing. That and was, was like their camera view. Yeah, but I was concerned that it was just the whole movie was going to be shot like that. No, and then it just got weird the entire time. Yeah, no, the first half of this movie is like the worst after school special. Like every oh, yeah. person is like super um, nice to each other and there's like super happy music and every single shot of the sky is a matte like a matte painting. Awful matte painting. <laughs> yeah, but the best awful matte painting because yeah. this is 1977. There was, there was one in particular where it was like the camera was moving and then the clouds it stopped weren't. and the, no it stopped and then the clouds moved after it <laughs> like they tried to move with it but they were too late and they're just uh, like no nah, no nah, it's good enough it I don't even know how they would have done that I don't, they I don't know how I don't know how the optical stuff works I think it's a lot of shooting it and then overexposing things to get like the mats it, I I don't know how it technically works like, do I have you no double idea. expose a f- piece of film Something like that. I I don't know. I, I just recently kind of read, uh, not kind of read, read an article talking about how they used to make mats back in the day. Mm-hmm. So like a, a mat that you would use to, uh, like, like, a, like a green screen sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. So the way that you would used to do that was, it was all in the camera, but it was, they basically made it, uh, the foreground image white and the background black. They were able to expose it in a way that it did that way. And then Weird. they could put it back into it. That's yeah. it's just what makes all of this so impressive. Even though now it looks super like it's awful now, it looks, but stylistically awful, but yeah, yeah. this was the same year that star Wars came out. So I think there's more weird shit going on in this than star Wars. Yeah. But it, and it's also Star Wars. You can also uh, got away with a lot more things because they were in space. Yeah. So when you have things models, right? But when you have people looking out windows in space, it's a lot easier because the fit. black stuff. Yeah. yeah. Is not gonna. It's not gonna be as apparent as trying to do somebody inside of a house being eaten alive by a piano. <laughs> we'll get there. But yeah, there's like that moment where she's walking away from the conversation with her new mom and her dad and everything freeze frames except the window and then you still see like the scarf dropping. Yeah. Just like for no reason. It's basically my girlfriend pointed out a a great thing. It was like watching uh, an 8-bit NES game (laughs) cutscene. Did she watch this too? Yeah, she watched it with me and she speaks Japanese too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so she was kind of laughing at some of the translations because they were a little strange. Like Uh, Not like bad, but just they used a... She said she, oh, with the mom in that scene, like, she says that, not the mom, the new to, soon-to-be stepmom, she calls her beautiful in the movie, and what she actually said was she was cool. Like, oh, you're cool. <laughs> and, but they translate, it's like, you look so beautiful. You look so cool. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's neat. more like, oh, you look cool, or whatever, so. I did not know she spoke Japanese. It's good yeah. to know. Uh, so she was, it was a good reference to have. We were, of course, both equally as had the same reactions to the movie <laughs> as we were she, watching she it. She wasn't able to pour or pull more info or like nuance nah, out of it? No, nah, okay. it wasn't like crazy. Got it. So, um, so now we are in a room. Also, She's... I guess it's a good time. I had an alt title oh, okay. for this. Uh, Hell edit. Hell edit? Hell edit. Okay, yeah, a- accurate. There, I think there was no rhyme or reason, and it was like, let's do as many different styles or... Um, it's like they just discovered the editing how it worked and they wanted to do all of it in one well yeah it's like it's this there's a simpsons episode where homer gets a movie maker thing and he puts star wipes and everything so it's a lot like that that's that goes with my first alt title which is uh quotes a final cut effects demo reel yeah that's 
kind of yeah. sums up the first that pretty much half it, of this. that does it um <clears throat> so there was a couple times while i was watching this the my internet got really shitty and i thought i wasn't actually gonna be able to finish it oh wow i had to restart my internet and everything but the movie froze and the sound kept going and for like 10 seconds i thought it was intentional <laughs> that's a fair that's fair the yeah. way this movie rolls yeah yeah i was, I was like because there's another sequence of uh what do they call it uh like jerky like she's running down the stairs and it's like da, 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 yeah da, da. and i thought that was my computer was, fucking up again yeah that was hard to watch i <laughs> the whole time i was just please don't let this be the rest of the movie please don't be let this be the rest of the movie please don't let okay thank god so yeah she's she's laying in bed talking to her mom looking at old photos and we get this weird montage and in one of them you see her doing like lady in the tramp with the breadstick with her dad i guess oh, that's yeah that's a normal thing you do I with your dad that. I guess it was I in that, that she was talking to her mom on her bed, mm-hmm. and then there's all these flashes of photos. I remember and stuff. all the photos, and then just laying the in the tramping with her dad. Yeah, all right. NBD. All right. Uh, uh, Whatever. They're close, I guess. So super dramatic scene, you know, weird effect shit, and then snap your fingers in the next scene. We're back to like that after school special vibe of like happy music and which girls. is actually where we have this scene we were talking about earlier, where they're describing their personalities and their names yes exactly is where yes. we actually have that yeah and they do that really awesome thing that they do a couple times where they just like gorgeous comes into frame and is standing there and they say something about her and then it just a circle go it goes black all the way around except for one circle around her you have to draw your attention to, to draw her attention because it wasn't obvious when she like just walked into frame into the open space i believe wes anderson does that like still He'll do a thing where he like... But it feels like, yeah, it's more for like a joke or something. This just felt like it was... I don't know. Like the timing of those to me feel a little more comedic. Or this just felt like it was wanted to make sure that it... It was your like a bad studio your attention, note. Yeah, your attention was over here. It's like, we need to make sure the attention's over here when this happens versus letting like the language of film take care of that. Where yeah. you have an open space that gets filled by somebody walking into it as they're being talked about or something. Yeah, it was, it, I mean, it, it it's a style for sure. But I, yeah. I, I just remember thinking, I was like, I know I've seen that in like Grand Budapest or something. Yeah, but, yeah, it sounds like something. And then uh, this is where we meet, like you said, all seven victims. I mean, kids. <laughs> and then um, Fantasy still loves Mr. Togo. And then Mr. Togo himself fucking rolls up in his like dumb car. Dune buggy. Yeah, his dune, dune buggy, buggy with his chops. And the way they've been talking about this dude, how he's so manly and handsome. And you love him, don't you? And all this shit. And then that nerd rolls up. I just couldn't fucking believe it. Like actually got an audible laugh from me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have much of an impression with, of him at that point. My first real good impression didn't come until the next time we see him, okay. which is after... Uh, the Noodle House. No, no, no. This is after she sends the letter to her aunt saying, hey, I, I know we only met once before, but can me and my six friends that are all girls and teenagers come to your house for the summer? Yeah, Expecting a very positive response. She gets one because that's a normal thing. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, you know... In, in the old, that, that's one of my old titles, uh, letter writing, colon, old people love it. Is when, <laughs> They'll take it no matter what it is. Yeah. Um, you, you know, all six of her friends are super pumped about going on this field trip with like their hot teacher, in quotes. Yeah. And Gorgeous is, you know, after threatened to get a new stepmom, is like, you know what? Let's go, let's go to my aunt's house. I've seen her once a long time ago. 
I'm going to write her a letter. I know we're about to leave on vacation, but let's just wait a week. I know we have this other thing planned, but let's do this one instead. Let's chill a week. On the off chance, this lady I've never really talked to writes back and says we can go to her house. I'm sure it'll be a great time. (laughs) And then, lo and behold, a cat shows up and delivers a message. Yeah. That cat came out of nowhere. I thought it was her cat, and it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think so. Okay. Because yeah. it's this cat from that comes down later in the movie. Right. But I thought she had a cat named Blanche, and then that I, showed up. It first. seemed like it was just... Uh, when I go back and when I think about it, she didn't really have a cat. You never see a cat until there's that letter on the box, and the cat's there. Okay. And then the Spoiler cat... Then she brings... Demon the, cat. <laughs> hell cat. Sorry. Witch yeah. cat. Witch cat, hell cat. Uh shows up with the letter with the cat and then they take the cat on the train and the cat's just with them until they get to the house and then that it's like the oh t- that the I'm titular here. house the titular house 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 um so so okay this is we have the letter right the we, letter she's she's written back yeah you can come i'm right. not weird and then next scene fucking slapstick musical <laughs> they open up they open up to a kids bop commercial of <laughs> Of the shoe shine outside. Yeah. Uh, wait, was it shoe shine or was it? There were. It was like an old dude and a kid sitting there bobbing their heads. And uh, then, oh yeah, shoe. It was a shoemaker. But yeah, they're sitting there. I thought they they do start singing, don't they? Ah, uh, I think music the other starts. Guy, is the other guy Mr. Togo? He, the guy who is bucket riding. Bucket who becomes a bucket guy. <laughs> okay, that's Mr. Togo. Yeah, that's Mr. Because then yeah, then the slapstick happens where he's out of nowhere just slips and falls down the stairs at like a bad like sped up, up frame mm-hmm. rate bounces around and lands on on a inside of a bucket with his butt with his butt and is like bouncing around in it and then the next shot is him calling saying oh i'm, I'm not gonna be there on time to go on the train with you girls because i have to go to this hospital because of this bucket that's on my butt and it's just i said it's just like he's bent over and it's over his butt yeah, and they're like trying to hammer it off. Where is it now? It's yeah. a slapstick musical comedy about bucket riding, I guess. <laughs> uh, I just said I'm glad we found out about Togo Sun's personality. <laughs> he's the Benny Hill. Oh my God, he's he's in a different movie. Yes, like, that is a different movie for yeah, that guy. There's there's probably like a uh, what's it called a a complimentary film or like a, a supplemental film to this. That's like the Crazy Adventures of Mr. Togo. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, my like, alt my alt title. Togo Sun's big day out. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. That was the alt title. Because then they go, the girls travel on the train. They have another one of those weird, oh, okay, let's the talk train, about the train. Let's the train, train to Toontown. The train to Toontown. <laughs> so they all the, all the girls are getting on this cartoon train. Uh, luckily, the cat's already there. So yeah, I guess. fortunately. And we know this because when we get on the train, they say, oh, look, there's the cat that you see on the couch. And then it does the black circle all the way around the cat. <laughs> Because the there's no other cat that's there, and the, it's the only white cat, and then back out. Yeah, again. the cat made his reservations weeks ago. He's yeah, all set. He's got just already check. has a well, seat. The cat just got there, so he just got a round trip ticket when he, uh, when he first booked it. Okay, so it wasn't just a one way ticket. Sure, yeah, yeah. He no, knew no, when no. they were leaving. He knew. He knew. Yeah. So uh, his name, the cat's name is Blanche. Already has a ticket. Yeah. Um. So now we're on the the cartoon train to Toontown, uh, going through cartoon countrysides. Uh, everyone's having a great time. There's nothing more annoying than a bunch of girls laughing. There's nothing more nothing. annoying than a bunch of teenage girls all getting onto a train laughing. <laughs> I kept, The whole time when they were first looking for their seats, I was thinking, oh my God, I would hate to be all of those extra people right there. I can just imagine just, I know how I feel 
or would have felt if I saw that. If I was on the train, I would have been like, oh no, these girls are gonna be here the whole time. <laughs> it's like this is an eighteen-hour train ride. Toontown is so far. <laughs> Why do we put Toontown on the other side of the mountains? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that would have been awful. And they <laughs> endorsed that fact just by their storytelling of their flashback that they had, we- where she was talking about it. And it's then about her aunt. About her aunt. Yeah. She tells the girls who she is and her story and how she had like this uh, man that she was going to marry who went to war. The big way they World called it. Uh, hang on. It was the big war. They called it the big war. The big war. And. <laughs> Um, she was supposed to marry him and he gets drafted and goes and then he doesn't return. Yeah. So, they, so he's basically he's dead. dead. He's ostensibly dead. I really like this sequence though because she starts telling the story and it goes to like fake old film strips. Yeah. And then all I like the, other, the way they did that. All the other kids start commenting on what we're seeing. Yeah. So it was like they could also see the flashback and I thought that was kind of fucking cool. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Yeah. I did like the old timey the way they did the old timey flashback with the different the old timey film and everything. I thought that was cool. Like I the, thought I honestly was annoyed by the girls cuz they were the way they were talking it was it wasn't like they were saying the lines they were supposed to. It just sounds like they were just talking over it. Yeah. Like, they just had the girls watch it and then film <laughs> their, or recorded I, their audio. I like the that. idea of how they were doing that flashback. And I, and then the fat one called the mushroom cloud cotton candy. And, was, I, oh. and I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> I think she's allowed, though. I guess, but I, they seem to take that very lightly. <laughs> I'll, I will return to that. Okay. In the postscript. But yes. All right. It's... Uh, so there's the big war, and then the the aunt's boyfriend uh, is killed, and yeah. now she's still at the house all by herself, this mansion, which is, this is where they're going. Um, So we exit the train, leave, leave Tootentown train, and then there's another roll call, which I really appreciate. It was mm-hmm. almost like a, a, a pop quiz in the middle of the movie. We have these kids walking through the forest. And it does a circle in the middle of the frame that shows who everyone is again. Now that you have had a little bit more time with all these characters, we know you probably don't remember them, Joey and Brian. Here, here they, they are, are again. again. And then here's my my last alt title. Okay. I'll get through them pretty quick. Was Telescope. Just because they kept the tel- do, they did a circle thing the whole time. I felt like I was watching it'd the be, movie through a telescope. It'd be like calling Star Wars Star Wipe. Yeah. Yeah, which they should have. Yeah, it would, would work just as well. Yeah. So we get we get one more. One last chance to see all these girls alive. So here's all their names again. Yeah. Before we get Let's to the house. Let's just recap so you know which one is which and all the different ones. Yeah. Um, you know what I the impression I got? Because like we just left Toontown mm-hmm. and now we're in this forest and we meet like crazy watermelon. The watermelon salesman. Wall- the, the creepy guy bef- who warn- kind of warns them but tells them about the house. The watermelon guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You but he's it, like he's that character. He's the character, like the old man in the town below. He's like, don't go up there. Except he's just creepy and just wants you to go up there. Okay, here, stay with me. This go isn't on. as big of a like conspiracy theory as my previous show, uh-huh. but <laughs> I think this heavily inspired Pee Wee Herman because everything outside of Pee Wee Herman's house is fucking bonkers, and the appliances inside Pee Wee Herman's house respond to him. That's it's like that's that's a much better theory than your last theory about everything being anti-gay. Yeah, well, it was super accurate. Anyway, <laughs> I don't, we're not going to worry about that. That's a different. Go listen to that podcast if you haven't already. So, alt title 
uh, alt title here where you know they were doing the names again. Yeah, it was like they realized that you know it's going to be hard to remember people's names. So it's like alt title. Yeah, we know our names are weird and confusing. So they just named everyone like karate or, or kung fu and melody and fantasy gorgeous and all this Sweet. stuff. So the not so magnificent seven. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also made at this point uh, my death order prediction that ended up getting very confusing. And I couldn't really follow anyway. All I know is I was correct on the first one. Oh, well, that's good. My, yeah. I did not think that I, I think. Well, yeah, I was right on the first one, but I called it right before it happened. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like I, I didn't I make wrote, I didn't make it early enough. It was before it happened. It was like, oh, she's the first one to get it. Yeah, and then she was. I I yeah I wrote uh, all all of them out in order at uh right before watermelon guy. So they okay. weren't even to house yet. Oh, so yeah, you were you were way ahead of the game on yeah. this one. So uh, we'll get to there when we get to there. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything quite yet. Mm-mm. <clears throat> um. So yeah, they meet creepy watermelon guy with his insanely round watermelons. That reminded me of the candy in Willy Wonka. How like all that stuff was big and super perfect. Why wasn't it square? I thought they only had square watermelons in Japan. <laughs> what? There's square watermelons in Japan. No, there's not. Yeah, those really? are things. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I look up square watermelons. I don't believe you. You got to fill air then while I look. Those this are up. things. Yeah, no, I liked it how they took the watermelon away, and it was that bad joke about like the head, like his head was supposed. To look like it was there behind it, like a disembodied head. Holy on shit! There's square watermelon. Yeah, you didn't know that. I can't no. believe you didn't know that. But uh, it, when they took the watermelon away, he looked. It did not even appear that he was supposed to be like a head that was there because you could still see his shoulders and him moving and everything. Yeah. But then he does the blah thing, and then the girl's like, ee- Yeah, dude, creepy. I'm away. sure creepy like, watermelon right. guy is on the up and up. Yeah, like I'm sure after that move. Yeah, <laughs> after that maneuver, this guy's really gonna help them out down the road. Yeah, ne- never mind his like constant flop sweat, and then the fact that he <laughs> yeah. sells watermelons to no one. Big round ones. Yeah, big round perfect watermelons. So Mac Mac wants to get one because she's fat. Imagine yeah. being that girl. It's like quote f- fat. She's quote unquote fat. She's none of even, them none of them have any sort of extra weight on them. She, she just, just has like eating a, all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's it. And on the train, she was double fisting hamburgers. Like, was they, she really? Yeah, she had two of them. <laughs> she was trying to I fist that. I saw her eating like donuts and everything else. I didn't see her double fisting hamburgers. Yeah, she had. She two. talked about candy and chocolate all the time. Both of them had half of the half of them gone. And she was, like at the same time she was eating one, she was trying to feed the other one to the cat, and he wasn't having any of it. Okay, and then she'd take a bite out of it herself. I bet that Matt, man, Mac's a fat piece Ooh, of shit. She is Ugh, awful. I hated Mac. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, we leave Watermelon Guy. He shows her where the house is that suddenly appears on like the big hill. Yeah, the the titular houseu. Right, houseu uh, moving around in a very terribly tracked way. Then the you, background you just suspend disbelief brian yeah, you, know, yeah. you just gotta like roll with it you know it's the 70s i gotta let something slide it was all done in camera <laughs> it was it was <laughs> it's how it worked. uh okay uh how they go up to the house and they meet the aunt the aunt auntie right yeah i don't aunt, they, I, she doesn't have a name she's just did they never aunt, name her? i think it's just auntie okay well that's what her name is now auntie wheelchair bound Old, old, lonely. Old and lonely. Is, is the only one that was able to open the door. Yeah, the cat gets in. Oh, they also they mentioned something. One, uh, I think it was Mac or somebody said it on the train that a witch cat or a cat 
can open a door, but only a witch cat can close it. It was said earlier. One of the girls said that on the train. And oh. I and I caught it and I thought they said a witch can open the door. She just can't close it. Oh, okay. But then it, they revisit it later and they actually had the subtitles. That's sub, called the foreshadowing. Yeah, foreshadow. the sub, or subtext. I don't know. They revisit which it is later actually, and then I uh, was able to correct which is their slang said. for or a metaphor for women. <laughs> woman. Woman in general. Unmarried woman. <laughs> So we, we, we meet Auntie, and she's totally not weird. And, no, know, not weird at all. Just, can't do anything. Just, like, just, just creepily smiling and is very happy that all these young girls are here, come to this house that's covered in dirt and dust, and obviously nothing has been moved for a good 20 years. <laughs> yeah, but don't worry. But don't worry about it. They're going to clean and Here, everything. let me turn on the chandelier that's going to try to murder you instantly. <laughs> that was the best. I had no idea. And then all of a sudden, Kung Fu jumps to like kick it out of the way and the way it was edited and the way this is just the beginning of the craziness yeah but the way it was edited well yeah of course it's the beginning of the craziest we're now in the titular house right it just didn't make sense all of a sudden she was it just showed things like falling but there were two different shots dissolved together and a lizard got smushed and then all of a sudden kung fu is in mid-air kicking it yeah, going, and, she but punches then, the glass away, and the music is very like joyful and happy. Nothing is spooky at it's all. It's still, it's still after school special, very much. But then everyone's freaking out because like the chandelier is splitting but apart and enough. trying to murder everyone. But not enough. I feel like there's still not adequately enough, and it's oh, not yeah. like horror story, like horror, normal horror movie, not. But it's still scared, like, but it's still like a snap zoom onto someone's face and they're screaming. Yeah, but then as soon as it's gone, it's like all right. Whatever. We're taken care of. It's like, well, it's so anyway, Whatever. Auntie, your house is great. It also looks like you don't live here anymore. <laughs> also, there's lots of stairs, and you're in a wheelchair. This is kind of so weird. This is kind of bizarre. Do you just sleep in your chair, or what? What's the deal with that? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Let's look at the skeleton that's just hanging out here. Yeah, that, he comes into play a lot. He's, oh, my God. He's a good dancer. I had one, the one, like, legitimate laugh was from that skeleton. Okay. <laughs> Tell me when it comes up. I mean, it's not that big a deal, but it's just, yeah. The the I had a lot of what the fuck laughter going on throughout this movie. Yeah, yeah. That was the one time where I laughed because it was funny. I felt like it was actually funny. <laughs> well, this is this is like they all get here, right? And it's Gorgeous's aunt and six of her friends, and then they show up, and it's like kind of this creepy, dusty old house with this aunt. It's like, oh man, cool, cool trip. Gorgeous. I'm glad we didn't go hang out with the teacher we all wanted to fuck. Instead, we came <laughs> to this creepy house with your invalid aunt who doesn't do anything. <laughs> who The teacher at this point now is stuck in traffic somewhere, getting honked at. For the rest of the movie. For the rest of the movie. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Mr. Togo. Mr. Togo-san. His big day out. That's Mr. Act Togo-san's two. Mr. Togo-san's big day out. <laughs> act two is him just sitting in traffic going, fuck. <laughs> Uh, can't wait to try those noodles later (laughs) that scene is incredible okay so yeah now they're all at the house um (laughs) oh and that's when uh yeah she just come this is when they they say this is mac we call her mac because she's fat and i'm like oh poor girl (laughs) what does mac mean fat what does that mean what did you think mac meant what did you think mac meant i I just thought it was like a dude name because like she's stockier okay i had no i didn't know if it was like a mcdonald's thing well i I thought about that i'm like no i think it's too early for mcdonald's to have that big of an influence in japan 
We're like, that would yeah, be a know. thing? McDonald's is around since like the 50s. Yeah, but it's been, it hasn't been international since the 50s. I've barely been out of the country. I don't fucking know. Yeah. You should know this shit. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> uh, World traveler. The only fast food trivia I know is about Burger King in Australia. What's that? It's called um, Hungry Jacks in Australia because oh. McDonald's got there first and bought the name Burger King. Wow. And own, owned it. And Power up until play. up until it had actually it was the year that I got there, like a year or two before that, they had just the copyright had just run its course. So then Burger Kings could actually start showing like could change it. But it was like a Hungry Jack. It had the Burger King logo and everything. Wow. That's yeah, weird. I thought that was that was pretty smooth. Pretty pretty that's smooth moving savvy. Handle. That's my one piece of international fast food trivia. That's I know. why they're the kings. <laughs> yeah so mac i had no idea i was like uh, is it like a macaroon because she's big and round i don't know i don't understand <laughs> why he's a mac good, that's a good theory that would made more sense i guess there's a great scene here like when she's showing him around the house and i'll get there this is after the sh- the near chandelier murder yeah um that's also a good old title um <laughs> so that they're leaving this room She's pushing her aunt out. As soon as the aunt leaves this doorway, the cat jumps into her lap, but it's clear that that cat was just tossed oh, on her Yes. Lap. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> we both, uh, girlfriend and I both said that. We were both like, we're like, wow, so somebody just threw a cat onto her lap there. <laughs> they make it look like, it's supposed to look like the cat probably jumped up in there. Yeah, but, but no, it came from, but it came from human height. Human height and like. Straight across. Both legs, or all, <laughs> yeah. all legs pointed straight at the ground like there's no arc to it. <laughs> like it's terrified. Yeah. The legs weren't in a pose suggesting that it had jumped. Yeah. The legs were in a pose suggesting that it had been thrown in a terrifying, terrified <laughs> manner towards its intended target. It's like, wow, someone totally threw that cat yeah anyway uh, cat toss that the was, movie that was on the way to the kitchen where uh this is where the peewee's playhouse thing really hit home he's like i don't do any i don't do a lot of kitchen work anymore and it's like oh don't worry we'll take care of it we'll do the cooking and she's like see stove they're gonna heat you up real nice and it's like <laughs> <laughs> the stove does like a weird thing in response but no one is no one said she anything. said nice Oh, it's I, the I word of the day. To, I forgot to write down what the the word was. There's like a th- maybe cat. I don't know, but you know, like that that was the only thing missing. Oh, a, a word like a power word. I wonder. Yeah. I feel like I kind of did, but maybe I'll have to check my notes as we go. Uh, no, no, that, yeah. No. So they're they're cooking and starting to do all this work. Um, that's when you were talking about that they're like, hey, this is Mac because she's she's fat. She's we call her Mac because she's fat, and I was like. And then creepy, <laughs> creepy aunt's like, oh, she does yes. look really tasty. Yeah. No one thought that was weird. Not at all. <laughs> Not weird at all at all. Also, about how she kept saying how happy she was for them to be there, like they were going to stay forever. She was insinuating that they weren't going anywhere. They were going to live with her. So, so gorgeous. Um, What the fuck is up with your aunt? <laughs> She's like what's wicked your, weird. What's your deal? <laughs> yeah. Why is she, she weird? Where does she go when she's not with us? Because it's not like she could go upstairs. Or oh, anything. she disappears for the last third act, for the halfway through the second act of the movie. Well, yeah, she's ghost haunt. Duh. Yeah, that's true. Ugh. Um. Yeah. So we get they they're chilling the watermelon that Mac bought from creepy watermelon guy. Yeah. In the fountain in or the well. in the well. Well. Uh. So that's where they're all eating and talking, and Mac goes to retrieve said watermelon. Because she's fat and, of course, can't wait. 
Of course not. And she's been gone a long time. I don't know. Like, why does this take so long for I don't her? know either, but she did have her green ribbon on. And she was fat. And she was fat. <laughs> Which so they love to bring up. Constantly. Uh, so She probably went to go eat potatoes at that potato field. Oh, yeah, they did say that. She's like, there's a potato field over there. Mac loves potatoes. Such a fat piece of shit. God, I hope Matt dies first. <laughs> great. I would have loved it. I would have loved it they cut away. She's just in a field with all these potatoes. Just crunch, crunch, potato. Oh. <laughs> like not even wiping the dirt off. Yeah, just... just like cartoonally eating them and putting them in her mouth. Have you ever eaten a raw potato? Yeah, it's a, like I'm a not, great I'm not a fan. thing. My aunt's too. growing up, and I say aunt because I'm from North Dakota, but the my aunt would cu- uh, peel them yeah. cut them up and put salt on them Ugh. so it's basically like a raw potato chip Ugh. it's gross I, I never got into it uh, it's not it's not something i'm really looking to north do Di- north dakota's north dumb. dakota um so yeah aunt said she looks tasty fantasy now is going to go find out where mac is mm-hmm. um alt title i'll go look for her or like i'll go see what's at or where she is it's like everybody Comes up with an idea and then one person goes off at a time, like yeah. classic horror classic movie horror style. Trope. Yeah, where it's like um, you should go. Okay, I'll go. okay, you know, it's a good. They don't point. decide to stick together till the very end. Uh, that very end, man. Oh man. <laughs> um. So she she pulls up the the watermelon from the well, but this is where I I first started writing in caps, and I do several times from here on out. <laughs> um. So she pulls up. Instead of a watermelon, it is a talking head from Mac. That can float around. That can float around and bite, bite asses. Bite asses. And then suddenly vomit an enormous amount of blood onto the floor. Yeah. So uh, Fantasy is now freaking Understandably. The f- understandably. Freaks the fuck out. A little distraught yeah. at this point. Um, everyone has forgotten at this point that the aunt said she looked tasty. Yeah. Okay. Was, Nobody's worried nah, about don't, that. Don't worry about don't worry it. That's not... That's not something they concern themselves with. The ass bite, the blood vomit, um, and now she's trying to explain all this to her friends. And then the aunt enters in her wheelchair and stands, and stands up. up. Oh, you girls have given me so much energy. Being around here with all of you, I feel so young and again. Beating, being around here with all you six girls and the one I ate <laughs> has given me so much energy. Did she just say, "Oh, fantasy! Oh, oh fantasy! <laughs> you're, you're such so- a..." You're just like your name. Yeah, you're such a crazy bitch. <laughs> That's why we call her fantasy. Uh, she comes up with all these stories. It's just like Mac is fat. Did we mention Mac is fat? <laughs> Mac's so fat. She's probably <laughs> eating potatoes somewhere. You're probably stuffed, right, Auntie? <laughs> oh, no, I saved pots for later. <laughs> Which she did. She did. <laughs> and you see her eating later. Just not on a wrist. Yeah. Yeah. Just chowing down. NBD. I love how, like, at this point, the aunt just clearly decides she's just going to fuck with fantasy. She's not going to try to kill her. Yeah. She's just going to tr- fuck with her. So they're, like, she's sitting gonna there. She's going to save her for Like, later. maybe maybe humans get more delicious the more scared they are. Maybe. Like, like you know, fear. You know, sometimes, I think, I don't know what it is. I feel like it's some the animals, mind killer. like, fear, like, poisons meat or some, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, no, it's 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 movement and... um. I think, yeah, there's some sort of acid that's secreted when you're scared. Yeah. So it's like the nicer you are to the animal, the better they're going to taste. Right. Maybe it's the opposite for people. Or or she just likes it to taste bad. Yeah, they like gamey. I think, I think she she's evil, so she probably likes the fear. She likes the gamey meat. Yeah. 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 Mm, that's true. 
So you, they're eating watermelon, and she opens her mouth. Like, they're all just standing around eating watermelon. Fantasy looks at, the, at Auntie, and she smiles and opens her mouth, and an eyeball pops out and looks around. <laughs> and then she closes it again, and Fantasy's like, what was that? Looks to see if anybody else saw it again. Looks back, and then the aunt smiles and does it again. <laughs> The fucking balls. Just the aunt doesn't give a fuck. No, like, she like now that she's standing and the girls obviously don't care and no, she have just accepted it. She just decided she can do whatever she wants. Now that she's fed and can walk again, yeah, yeah, she's just I'm gonna do. No, no, none of them are going to stop her. It's so funny that like she. I feel like on multiple times she knew that fantasy was onto her, but she's like I'm saving you. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. They're gonna taste you, real good here. In Act Three, you're gonna be the best tasting. <laughs> I, I want you to see. All 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 I want you to see all. Maybe she hadn't smiled before. Maybe Auntie just had an eyeball tongue. Could be. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. We don't really know. I don't. You know, if she has an eyeball tongue, it's okay with me. Yeah, I have nothing against eyeball. Whatever. Tongues. People got things. <laughs> There's right after this moment. It was when Auntie was like fresh again. Um, Gorgeous says to Fantasy, I believe, which these sound fake. Or like I know. Stripper names or something. Um, I'm sweaty. Let's take a bath. I was yeah. like, yeah, let's take a bath. <laughs> yeah, go take that bath together. <laughs> which I said, and then uh, a couple scenes later, yeah. Gorgeous is actually taking a bath and then stands up and you totally see boobs. And yeah. I was like, I feel like I shouldn't see those. <laughs> this feels wrong now. <laughs> I couldn't find anywhere like how old they were when this was shot. But I'm sure they were fine. Maybe in Japan in 1977. But I feel like until that point, I thought they were like junior high, young high school. And I was like, yeah, yeah go take a bath together. <laughs> oh, my God, you're taking a bath. Don't say Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh God. <laughs> Also, here's this creepy hair coming up to touch you on the back as you're in the bath. That's awesome, though. Yeah. This is some nice hair rubbing. Yeah, it's just helping out with the massage. It's like massaging bubbles, but we're, hair. we're getting too far ahead. Um, no, that's uh, the bath is pretty soon after they eat the watermelon. No, it was right at it was it, the bath though is after the Kool Aid fountain, which no one. Noticed. Oh yeah, and it's never come back to again. Yeah, they just show it as they're doing dishes. The water turns to blood, but it's as Prof looks away. Filling up her glass filling of up water. Her glass of water and just drinks it. Doesn't realize. Doesn't realize it. She's not looking at it because they're all talking in the other room. Oh, you got a Kool-Aid dispenser hey, in your house. Yeah. That's, That's so nice. I love fruit punch. I'm pretty sure Kool-Aid's around 1970. I'm not yeah, sure, but... Yeah, it's pretty good. Wait, is this Ecto Cooler? No, it's bread. Oh, idiot. <laughs> I wish. Uh, Recto Cooler. Recto? Recto. You're really trying over there. That's all right. not... Uh, as soon as I started to say it, I was like, well, this is going to be bad. I'm just going to push through. <laughs> Appreciate the dedication of the bit. Uh, so they, it's after after Max's death, it was now like the gloves are off because Aunt has strength back. Now yeah. she's like chasing three people at once. And this is what I was saying. It gets really tough for me to tell when exactly my death, like my death uh, prediction actually happens yeah because at the same time we have uh we have gorgeous in the bath we have sweet cleaning cleaning a closet and then seeing like she's getting hypnotized by some like weird baby doll yeah and then like pillows attack her yeah fantasy sees her while this is happening uh melody is playing the piano yes playing the tune the titular tune of the movie it's on the called piano. house 
on titular means the title the, yeah whatever the titular title titular, but it's like the tune it's like the theme that has the nothing main, to do with the breasts, musical Brian. the musical theme the musical <laughs> She's theme playing the boob tune fine <laughs> uh yeah so we got we got three separate like spooky occurrences it's sweet being trapped in the closet with the pillows we have gorgeous and her probably underage boobs uh getting like creeped on by some strange hair yep uh, and then what was the other? oh kung fu is out chopping wood, and then has a fight a fist fight with some pieces of wood. Wood, and then immediately says, "Oh, that was probably nothing. Uh, I might have just." Read nah, that. I probably just imagined that. Like, <laughs> what? You, you just fought it. Just look at your knuckles. I'm sure there's some remnant of wood. You have you- a splinter. Yeah, you have to have. You have to. Kung fu is my favorite in this, and I was like, when I, she first showed up, I'm like, she she sucks, but she. Like, in most movies, when someone is, like, oh, the karate master or whatever. They die early. They die early, or they suck, or they get pushed out. She was, out like, useful. She's useful, and then some. Like, yeah. we'll, get, we'll get to that at the <laughs> yeah. end. and then some. But, um, so, yeah, at the same time, of all three of these things are happening, it's, like, it's, tar- it's hard to say when someone finally gets... Uh, oh, so... <laughs> um, Sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, let's see. I was gonna yeah. say, my, I had my, the funny part that I really liked. That this movie happens around this time. The musical number. The musical number. Yeah, it's the, it's creepy aunt. Yeah, chowing down on some wrist. Right. And then her and the cat have a musical number together, and like the cat sings half of it. And then, <laughs> right? Yeah, and it's like hopping around in a very. Piano. Yeah, but the my my favorite part was when Melody. There's a shot of Melody playing the piano. And then in the background, you can see the skeleton dancing and clapping. <laughs> that's the one that got that's you. That's what got me, was the skeleton dancing in the background. God, that's so dumb. It was, it was so dumb. But that's it got me, and that was like a funny thing that yeah. I thought was actually funny. Well, that's doesn't Melody at that point first get bit by the she piano? She gets like bit by the piano, right. She's like, it felt like it bit me. Yeah, she's like bleeding I don't know or what, something. So now we have four things happening, essentially. Yeah. Gorgeous is off on her own. She goes up to her aunt's room. And starts putting on like makeup, makeup, and brushing her hair, yeah. and then she sees like her aunt in the mirror, and then a version of herself with like fangs, and then the mirror cracks, and she turns into a fire lady. Yeah, and then what the fucking fuck is happening in that room? And then that's it. That's yeah. Fire. You don't see her for a while. You don't see her for a while then, because then they investigate what happened to Sweet, who is in the closet attacked by pillows she was pillow and they're like to death and and while she's being pillowed to death you get a, a an upskirt shot yeah because japan yeah <laughs> so that was like that happened and then they're looking around and they're finding clothes like oh it's her dress it's her underwear it's her panties did oh she- speaking of did you see when there's like oh it's her underwear melody has them she takes like a sniff of them. Yeah, she like gets full she up gets and around in and there. a huge sniff. Dude, of it. like what? If she, what if she was just like, yeah, yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think they call her that? <laughs> perfect oh gross it would have made more sense than why they call the fat one mac I, I i couldn't tell off that point because um melody got bit by the piano i think she, she was like, like kind of weird i think she's partially maybe hypnotized by the music or something but then she yeah. has like she like goes to the bathroom and goes and, to the bathroom what are, yeah she like she like they walk away and she like her, her stomach grumbles and she kind of leans over and looks kind of creepy almost, and then fantasy oh, yeah, goes yeah, to yeah. look for her, uh, yeah. and then she sees a hand come out the door, and she freaks out, 
and, and, it's, and Mel- it's Melody fucking with her, saying, I need toilet paper. I, need, I just took a shit. Yeah. A wicked shit. I just here. took the worst poop. <laughs> that watermelon was awful. <laughs> we should not have eaten that. I don't know why we trusted the weird watermelon guy to serve us good fruit. <laughs> that was a mistake. Also, keeping it in the well, not good. Also, pretty sure all those watermelons were plastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, going back to the room that uh, uh, Gorgeous was going through. Yeah. Uh, okay, think think this through with me. If you uh-huh. are in the house of your aunt, who is by herself, she's a lady and she's old, and you're just randomly opening drawers in her room, you're gonna run across some dildos, <laughs> at least, or some, at least one, something, probably eight. You're definitely gonna find something haunted anyway, too. No well, matter who. Well, it I is. think it was the mirror or whatever that sucked her and turned her into a firewoman for no reason. Yeah. But anyway, I just like that is a risky thing. It's like being in your parents' room. She's you're alone. Like, I don't want to find something that I can't forget. I found. Yeah. I, I don't need this. Yeah. It's like I'm. Uh, uh, oh, look at these hair it's combs. Just comb, What's comb, in this drawer? Comb, I'm giant wooden dildo. <laughs> comb, comb, comb. Back up. Wait a minute. Hang on. What was that? Oh, it's a it's a regular plastic. Oh no. It's yeah, it's just fine. It's this fine. is rubber. It's just fine. looks like wood. It's BPA free. <laughs> it's safe. You can drink out of it. Can, <laughs> yeah. It's safe to touch. <laughs> Gross. That shit goes inside. Inside. You want BPA free? I would think. Right. What is BPA? I've seen that. It's on like every- a chemical or something that's in that's in plastic or used to be or something. So don't drink it's out like of toxic it. Toxic or something. Don't fuck it. Don't put it in the microwave. Can you fuck it if you're a dude? If it's if, BPA. I mean, if you put a condom on it, I'm sure you can fuck it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I use protection. Yeah, I got the old gotta models. Use protection. <laughs> I got the B- I got the kind of BPA. I don't want to get rid of it though, because you know I like. Uh, I like the texture. It's yeah. expensive, and I'm comfortable with this one. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. Have to a, I don't want to have to learn a new one. Run first name basis. I can finally look it in the eyes. Yeah, I don't want to get a new one. I can tell with the weird stuff now. It goes in the weird places. <laughs> Gross. Just uh, want to get that dick cancer. We didn't talk about what happened to Sweet though. Or we don't really know because the doll is gone. But is no, it- the doll's not gone. The doll is also there and naked. So I think Sweet is now inside the doll. Right for now, but then we see her later. Way later. It's weird. It wasn't really it, like at first. I thought she turned into the doll. Yeah. But because we see her later, it wasn't really clear. Yeah, what I don't know where she went. Happened. She is naked somewhere. She's, yeah, naked. Somewhere. That's that's all we need to know. Um. So yeah, the cat. Oh, the cat was in there too when Sweet was getting beaten up. The cat. Yeah, was the cat like, closed the door because it's a witch cat. That's where it comes back and it says, "Cat witches." Oh, oh, oh witch cats, cats can open doors, but only a witch cat can close them. That's weird. Yeah, I. I, or I don't think it's witch cat. I think it's just witch. But I, I called it witch, witch cat. cat. Okay, sure. Um, Let's see the the cat pillow fights sweet to death. Does like the green eye flashes? Yeah, locks her in. Oh, the door. This is when. Wait. Uh. Oh. Okay. So now, gorgeous comes back downstairs, and they go to the phone because they're like, we should call the police because there's something we can't find. Sweet, and there's something happening. Here. And Max still Max gone. still missing. Your aunt's a fucking crazy person. <laughs> Your aunt's sticking eyeballs in her mouth, <laughs> walking around eating a hand. I don't know what that is. Also, you're like kind of weirding me out too. You're at freaking this point. me out a little bit. And so she picks up the phone, and then you hear people say calling for help and stuff yeah. through the phone. Which I is wonder weird. if that was like if that was sweet. I couldn't tell. Maybe I, it was I, someone yelling like "Help me!" Right? Help. Yeah. But then she just hangs up and says, "It's not working. I'll go and find help." 
Yeah. And then they're like, okay, so she leaves by herself, and we see her just walking around outside. She, like, juggles some balls of light. Mm-hmm. Like as, you do. As you want to do, yeah. And then the girls, they decide they want to leave, too. They try this to is, leave. This is um, the ones that are still left in the house as Melody. Mm-hmm. Um, Kung no, Fu. His prof. No, and I think there's fantasy. only. Isn't there only three left at that point? No, it's at that point. It's Melody is still alive. Okay. Uh, Prof. Yes. Kung Fu. Yes. Fantasy. Fantasy. Yes. Okay. Gorgeous Mac and Sweet. So that's seven. Are well, Gorgeous just left. Mac and Sweet are still missing. Well, Mac's dead, and Sweet is ostensibly dead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah, that's that's where I got confused because I don't know when you would call. Or like if you'd call gorgeous dead, she's like she's hypnotized, possessed, or something. Something's yeah. weird. The fu- she turned into fire, and then she comes back down, acting all weird. Yeah, she turned, we don't. We at this point, that's what happens. At this point, we don't know. Yeah, but then the house decides that fuck this shit, and then poop, poop, poop boards up all the doors and all the all the walls mm-hmm. and everything. Decides to lock them in the remaining four girls. It, the, it locks them in the house. 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 And then Kung Fu literally tries to break the fourth wall by saying this is a Kung Fu movie and start kicking the wall. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. And so, she goes to the phone in the best fight scene in any movie oh, ever. Well, that's that's later because she doesn't she actually break out at one point cuz she fights the aunt in the in the the aunt shows up in the wedding garb outside, remember? So she ends Boy, up. I just watched this, too. right? Yeah. So she ends up. Hang on, let me see if it says. I don't. Re- I don't remember her fighting the aunt. Yes, she does, and it. I don't remember if it's before or after death by pillow, smelling underwear, kung fu. Use your <laughs> skills. Light ball. So maybe it's before the house locks up. Um. So. They kind of split up, and she basically just kind of fights the aunt outside, mm-hmm. and then goes back in. Okay. To like tell everybody about it, but she because I remember because she was trying to kick down the walls and she couldn't. Then she somehow manages to break through one of the walls, you like guys, a different wall. Shit's like way fucked. Yeah. This and then uh, Melody being still possessed decides to go back to the piano, piano, and play some music to like because they they all go in there and they're like, oh, Melody. Play us some music. It's so nice to relax us. As they're trying to, Prof is trying to figure out what the problem is. Like they're kind of talking. They do that weird shot where it's like, it's, uh, it's Kung Fu talking on one side of the piano, and then the camera kind of walks over to Prof on the other, and kind of the conversation like back, back and, forth. and forth and back and forth as but, they're talking. Dude, this is my favorite death in the whole fucking. <laughs> anyway, so they all leave As- aside except from the for fact- fant- So Prof and. Kung Fu leave to try and figure things out because mm-hmm. Prof goes upstairs to look for Gorgeous again. Again, let's split up. Again, let's We're split totally up. We're totally not going to die. She goes up there. Melody goes to the piano starts playing the piano. Prof is like, I'm going to look up and she sees... Oh, it's Prof. Sorry. At this point, it's Prof and Kung Fu are together. Melody and Fantasy are together. Yeah, yeah. They go upstairs. They see the aunt in the costume. Or the, go- no, it's gorgeous in the costume and like what's going the wedding on outfit. in the wedding outfit. Yeah, and then she poops out a book. <laughs> <laughs> Prof <laughs> picks it up. They start reading it after they, and then they the gorgeous is kind of weird and goes into another room. They follow her and then they look and see and there's a clock mm. and inside the clock is sweet. 
Yeah. All bloody. All bloody. In the gears of the clock. Start crunching her and everything, I guess. First question before we talk about the next death. Yeah. Is Melody now a wear piano? (laughs) Yeah, I think at this point, because she got bit by one. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever... I'm trying to think of where it's like whenever you play a certain chord yeah you go wear a piano whenever she's around black and white things she gets <laughs> whenever she's around ivory okay whatever that, that's no, rare enough no maybe ivory is what kills her oh that would be good that yeah, would probably that be, makes sense ivory is what kills her but whenever there's a full moon she becomes a piano <laughs> <laughs> she just sits in a corner of a room it's, and collects not, dust it's not a good monster <laughs> But it makes that sound like when you drop one, it's like like all the strings at once. Yeah, you don't want to be underneath it. You don't. You want to case one of the legs break. Right, and I mean, it could be dangerous. Maybe she's like going down a slide, and then a full moon comes out. She turns into piano, and it shoots off and lands on somebody. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of options. Don't touch it. Just stay away. She could probably piano bite you back. It'll still bite you, (laughs) and then you'll turn into a wear piano, and then you're a wear piano, and that just sucks. Because for like 24 hours, you're just sitting you're just in a goddamn piano room. collecting dust, and nobody wants to play you. You just become a thing that people set you their just, clean clothes on. <laughs> you become a thing that gets out of tune yeah, easily. Easily. Because you're part skin and bone inside there. Right. Outer regular piano, inside actual bones and organ skill. <laughs> you lift up the top, and it's super gross. So, where piano? I guess let's. So then now that we're on the piano. We oh, cut. Man. We cut back to after she poops out the book. They find Sweet being crushed in the clock and dead. Yep. We cut back to Fantasy and Melody. Melody playing the music. The same song. The same. Still. The theme song of the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. She. It starts going crazy. Like things. The thing starts like lighting up. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like it, it's like those um the things when you would. It would teach you a song and a key would light up. Yeah. You'd press that key. Yeah. So she's playing the, the same song. Kind of like that, again. only like awful effects lighting yeah. it. But then we cut to the reverse of we're just looking at her face and then you just hear like a, a slam. Yeah. And she holds up her hands and like all her fingers are missing. Yeah. And it's kind of done in a cool way because they're all like different sizes are missing. Yeah. It's not like an even cut. Yeah. It's like some are half there, some are a quarter there, or like almost there or missing it's kind of grotesque. Yeah, its own awfully done way. Well, yeah, it's it's you know in cameras. Yeah, it, it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's like this is like what CG was before CG because they didn't use prosthetics. Mm-hmm. It was they use they like cut it out. I feel like even if they like they in could front have? like cut it out like digit like a digital cut like removal of yeah. it, but it was before digital stuff existed so it was like an optical effect that they did for it versus using like a, a movie at that time would use like a prosthetic hand yeah they didn't seem it like wouldn't they have did had that. the same vibe though like i think yeah this there were ways at the time because this movie is almost a direct com- um result of jaws in japan mm. according to this that micro documentary oh, okay. is like stuff like that existed but i think it was a deliberate choice to go cartoony with almost all of the VFX and stuff. Hmm. Cause that's what the director wanted it to look like. Okay. Um, but we'll, we'll talk more about that in a second. But then after the finger bite, it eats her, it gets the wrists. Now we just, we got stumps and then it's probably a solid two minutes of just watching this piano eat melody, which is <laughs> fucking incredible. <laughs> <It's pretty> great. <laughs> like 
it it's chewing her by slamming the the top the opening yeah. clothes and stuff, and then it cuts to the reverse, and you see like legs going into the part that's above the. And you keys. see another upskirt because Japan. But I think it's in there enough that you can't. But that's <laughs> yeah. like where the legs are. Yeah, but yeah, it's fantasy standing off to the side again. The aunt just totally fucking with fantasy of watching Melody get eaten by a piano, which is a phrase I guarantee she never thought she would have to think or say. Yeah. But, incredible to watch and then afterwards uh her fingers are still playing the music so yeah, she basically <laughs> turned into a player piano and the goddamn skeleton is still dancing in the background <laughs> seven he fingers playing it playing the song yeah yep. skeleton in the back totally digging it still. totally loving it fantasy passes out as i would she probably should because the piano spits an arm at her seems like a normal thing to do yeah um again Pee Wee Herman house with the dancing skeleton back yeah. there, but whatever. And then we cut to Togo-san, lost in the woods, <laughs> trying to find Look, them. He's in the noodle house. Oh yeah, we forgot. We missed the noodle house. The noodle house a little bit earlier. But uh, I have it right after the fingers playing piano. He, we cut to a noodle bar and everyone's eating noodles really fast. Yeah. And then there's just like a random cut. There's like a bear person. Yeah. I think it's just a stuffed bear with the outfit. I don't think it's supposed to be a bear person. Okay. I think it's just supposed to be like a mascot for this. Because that's what I thought for, at first too. Is like, is there a bear person? Like, <laughs> just oh. chilling back there? No, I think it's just like a fake. Like it's supposed to be like a mascot for you the don't place. Know. I don't know either. Dude, it could be. It and didn't it, move. I feel like if it was going to be a bear person, it would move. I think if any movie, it was an option that it was a real bear person. It could have been either one. We are totally in the realm of that being real. Yeah. In this one, so. That's true. It's not, really, it would not be, it would not have shocked me if it was supposed to be a bear a bear person. <laughs> I just want to cut to the noodle bar, Mr. Fucking Piece of Shit eating noodles <laughs> and then cutting over and bear person just like chowing down on noodles too. Like, oh, it's very good today. Bear, bear. <laughs> bear, bear. Oh, you're bear, right. Bear, bear stuff. Bear, bear. Some great broth here. <laughs> Um, it's just double fat. What do we got in here? Yeah, <laughs> let's get the pork fat. Back in Hausu, um, the giant lips. Uh, I think they're gorgeous as giant lips, but I, I believe they were performed by the same giant lips from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Getting more work, you know. It's mm. good to see that a giant. I actually have never seen Rocky Horror Picture. The so. very opening has giant lips singing the song. I mean, I knew there was big lips. Yeah, but... it's nice to see him getting work. Oh, good. You know, giant. Well, lip. I mean, but he's doing pretty well for himself. He's also been the DQ spokesman for the past couple of years. Wasn't he Twizzlers at one point? Was it? Yeah, yeah. He got that Twizzler gig, so he gets gigs. Yeah, it's, it's good. consistent work. It's surprising. It's for... nice. He's been around for a while. It's like good thing. It's like what Peter Dinklage is doing for small people. He's doing movies. for lips. He's doing for lip people. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So there, it's the three that are left now are kung fu, kung fu, prof, fantasy. and fantasy. And then they decide now to stick together. Yeah. Good. Good timing. This is and this is this is the kung fu versus the phone. Yeah. She, she goes go- to call somebody, and then the phone starts to trying to strangle her. Yeah. And then she spin kicks the phone, and then shoots out like sparks and fire. And I thought I was really thinking that the chandelier is going to come back at this point and fall on her and kill her like would probably happen in a modern movie yeah where callbacks are things whereas here callbacks aren't things things just Whatever. happen you brought up the thing about the, the witch cats that's true yeah i'm sorry you're right there There's are the one. witch cats you don't want to give the audience too much credit i'm not gonna remember everything you told me stupid movie <laughs> so she does that then goes back to she defeats the evil phone foe Mm-hmm. And goes back to Prof 
and fantasy. The murder room, which is this. Oh, it gets so good. <laughs> Everything in this scene. The mouth so comes back and yells at them. I, I don't remember it's what the it aunt, said. Right? The aunt mouth. Yeah. Comes back and this is that's where the info dump happens of explaining exact everything. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I should probably like this is now something. What is going on? This is I am the aunt and I died in this house or my aunt died in this house a long time ago and she really wanted to get married and she's been waiting for her husband or fiance to come back even though he never did and now she takes it out by eating all the unmarried young girls that come to this house. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. That's but- <laughs> everything. Yeah. And then that goes away. And then this is where we start like Endgame. We're just like, have you seen the new Evil Dead? Yeah. It's it's like the 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 third act of Evil Dead where it's like, I, I kind of, this movie's weird and I have a handle on it. Yeah. But then act three happens and then it's just like all goes out the fucking window. Awesome. Yeah. This is the best part of this movie where um they're in the room. They're figuring it out with the journal that it's like the aunt's dead. The giant mouth tells him everything. And then... Uh, what was it? Aunt comes, and I think that's when Kung Fu fights her. Is and, it there? I thought that would happen earlier. And then Kung Fu finally gets it. Yeah, but it, because they're like, they figure out the cat has something to do with it. So they get yes. to kill the cat, but it's not the cat. It's like a poster of the cat. Yeah, the the one on the cover of the movie. Right. With that evil-looking cat, because Prof finds it in the journal. Yeah. So Pro, uh, Kung Fu's on her way to the poster, and gets picked up by the head by like this old lamp. Yeah. And electrocuted. Or eaten. I think it just assumed it was eaten it, like everyone else. Yeah, it starts to like chew her up, like Pee Wee's Playhouse style, like yeah. starts to eat her. And then we see like inside the the world where all these floating body parts are. So many body parts. All the other girls. You and start seeing like boobs. the other girls and random boobs, like disembodied boobs. Yeah. And and arms and heads and all of them. And it says like sweet. Mac, yeah, uh, whoever Where's else, the, love. everyone's that are dead, yeah, all the people Kung that are Fu. dead. Kung Fu. But then this is where Kung Fu becomes a fucking hero, a legend, if you will, because <laughs> it looks like she's completely gone. She's like dead, eaten alive by this lamp. But but then her legs, just her legs, I'm just talking legs. waist down, not even shoot out of the lamp, like thigh down, thigh down legs, yeah, like just enough that they can still be connected, yeah. And then bolts oh, yeah. over to the cat poster and kicks it right before it, like the legs die or whatever. Yeah. And then immediately the cat poster just starts spewing blood into the room. And the leg, the leg that's left, because it only ends up into being one leg that hits it, right? Yeah. Ends up in a cab or a, a wardrobe and like bounces oh, around yeah. and then closes. And then it like the dresser chews it. Yeah. Like it opens and closes on the Yeah, on like the it's door. chewing it. Yeah. Kung Fu, hero of the movie. She does it. Holy shit. Or it would seem she does it. Yeah, well, I mean, she does it enough. It does it enough. I can't... Listen, if you can make your legs that have already eaten the rest of your body, if you can make your legs kick something That's sheer will. Yeah. That's sheer Kung Fu will. That's like Kung Fu mastery. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now but the anyways, movie's flooding with blood, and all that's yeah. left is fantasy and prof, the two most like incapable of combat folks in like the entire thing floating on basically they're like floating like jack and rose at the end of titanic on in <laughs> on a piece of wood in a blood ocean yeah inside the house it starts spewing blood but then like the floor starts to separate and now there there's just like blood everywhere yeah and they're floating on a board flipping through the book still trying to figure it out right right that's where we are um but then she drops her glasses oh, into the far. blood 
<laughs> it's like that fucking Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, also, oh, I oh, had time also, now. <laughs> he also, at this point, Togo-san finally ends up down at the watermelon shack. Oh my god! And the and the watermelon guy. Oh my god! This fucking part man. tells him, "Oh, the girls—they've been eaten." And yeah. the guy's like, "What?" And he's like, "Do you want some watermelons?" And he said, "No, I like." bananas and then the watermelon guy freaks out and turns, and turns into-, into a skeleton and then togo like runs and cries and just sits in the dune buggy and then that's, that's it we that's don't see, see him. Yeah. it's always see I, I, yeah i don't know why saying it's just banana part, to watermelon it's all man. part of his big day out he's had a bit, <laughs> lot of adventures seen oh, a lot of things dude. saw eight noodles with the bear man Banana is the word of the episode. Bananas! Whoa! Skeleton. Poof. Wow. I'm glad we figured that out. That's, uh, that's what it was. I think actually that's what I was thinking of when I saw bananas. Because the way you... <laughs> I have two alt titles back to back. Yeah. This was going from Blood Room to the Mr. Togo scene. First one was Blood Fucking Everywhere. That <laughs> was the first alt title. Next one, Mr. Togo Fucking Sucks. <laughs> That goes with my Mr. Togo's big day out. Yeah. This is actually where I had Togo Sun's big day out was at this point. That's oh, where I came out with that. I must have really been feeling it because right after that, another alt title, fuck Mr. Togo. <laughs> God. Fruit, it's all cursed. <laughs> Don't eat alt fruit. Title. Don't Brought eat to you fruit. by meat. <laughs> you fucking pussy. Stop eating fruit. Uh so um we go we cut back to uh Prof and fantasy. Prof's lost her glasses. She's like looking around for She's it. She's feeling in the water. Feeling around for it. And then this, what was it, like a metal jug? Oh, it was the tea. It was like the, the I pitcher. I couldn't tell what it was. Whatever it was. That's another part of Pee-wee's Playhouse. Another thing ha- shows up and has teeth and grabs Prof by the hand and pulls her into the water, into the blood. Yeah, and then is suddenly naked. And then as she's trying to get away, like the clothes come off, and she's I feel like, like naked. she was just suddenly naked. Yeah, and I'm like, I, no, I think you you see it like slide off of her. Okay, like, but I was it, like there was another instance of I don't think this is appropriate. Yeah, she was pretty naked. Yeah, like, she's full frontal. She was pretty naked, and she's pretty young. And also looking at that cast, the least one I expected. Yeah, well, it's because she's she had, wearing glasses. It's because she had glasses. <laughs> yeah, come on, people with glasses don't get naked. No, they don't. It's like another thing. But then she dissolves in the in, in the, the blood, blood water. water. Yeah, like burn acid turns just disappears. It's yeah, gone. They they highlight her naked body and then it goes yeah. away. But then we get ghost gorgeous is back on the stairs and fantasy like kind of paddles her way to ghost gorgeous. And, and that's, that's all we see. And no, she goes up to her and like pulls on her. Oh yeah, and, like, so we get one chair, more. One more pulls nipple. her shirt down so her boobs come out and then she it flashes like between it as being gorgeous and then also being her aunt and then being gorgeous and her oh we totally forgot about the refrigerator thing where she goes into the refrigerator <laughs> that was the other instance of her just fucking with fantasy well, yeah fucking with at the beginning or towards uh, this is right after the eyeball after the eyeball thing when they're eating watermelon they're cleaning dishes and the aunt comes around the corner and like one of the girls no. turns away, she's like, woo, 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 opens up the fridge, and Fantasy's just watching her, and she just goes butt first into the yes. refrigerator and closes the door. <laughs> Fantasy freaks the fuck out, as you would expect. Yeah. The other girl turns around, is like, what are you talking about? Opens it up, is like, there's no one here. And you see Auntie. This is like the one of the last times you see Auntie. She's like up in the rafters. She looks right at camera smiles and then like and then is yeah it's like basically like bugs bunny (laughs) and then like wishes like magics her 
shoes up to her or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was something she, like, magics up to her, and then she's just basically, you don't see her in that normal form, like, the rest of the movie. Yeah, that was... She's basically... she turns into gorgeous. Yeah, basically she uh, possesses gorgeous. That's a fucking power play. And then we... Like, there was four girls that could have seen her do that, and she knew just fantasy no, was she's looking. like... I'm going to butt into this fridge, and you're going to flip your shit. Nobody would believe you, because yeah. your name's goddamn fantasy. I think they're all nicknames they gave each other. Yeah. Or something. So, yeah, the end is fantasy reaches up to uh, gorgeous slash auntie, pulls down her shirt. nipples, just y- for fair. Yeah, and then she, like, uh, gorgeous, like, holds her, and, and it fades out. Yeah. And that's it. Fantasy gets taken. Essentially... Guitars. Yeah, fantasy is also killed. In the in the thing, basically I, all the girls die on the wiki uh, for this. I learned that Gorgeous was not really comfortable with the nude scenes, so the auntie lady, yeah. you see her her boobs there too. She got naked to make the other one feel more comfortable, and then at that point when the director saw this or whatever, yeah, was like, all right, let's put this in in the movie. So it was like sudden sudden nip slip city at the end there. Just one last, one last uh, dinner plate nipples. Shot. Yeah, enjoy this this big one. <laughs> and uh, then and the yeah. next morning comes. Next morning comes, we see um, the windbender, windbender from the, the very new, beginning, the soon to be stepmom, not for, stepmom yet. Yeah, the new the new mom for gorgeous uh, finally shows up at the house because she's like, you know what, gorgeous's dad, I'm gonna go to her aunt's house too. You know, the sister of your dead wife. I'm going to go there, and then maybe in that element, Gorgeous will see how cool I am. And then I'll bring her back or something. Be cool things over with I'm her. I'm also not going to write a letter. I'm just going to show up. I'm just going to show up. Yeah. I have my scarf. I feel like that's enough. Wind, They'll know how serious I am. bending constantly. <laughs> drives by the fruit stand. Um, let's see. Fantasy left with Demon Gorgeous. Windbender shows up at the end. She asks, where are your friends? Because... Uh, uh, gorgeous is seen opening up the walls to the the um how, like the window door things. Brian, hmm? you're leaving out a very important scene. Oh, what did I leave out? You're leaving the windbender. Oh, the, oh yeah, going back to the fruit stand. To the fruit stand. She parks at the fruit stand where watermelon is, <laughs> and we see the dune buggy, and we're like, oh, Togo-san, we're gonna find he's out. He's gonna go there. He's there. still sleeping. Pan or pulls out, and instead of Togo-san in the seat, it's a pile of fucking bananas <laughs> with his hat on top of it. Holy they lord! They turned him into bananas. Anyways. The thing that the word of the day. Oh, ah! He said it. Banana bananas. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh man, I forgot. Yeah, that was important. So we, she goes up to the house, finds gorgeous, and Toko's then essentially, yeah, Togo-san's big day out ends poorly. <laughs> That's a lot of bananas, though. But anyways, yeah. So the human body is worth like, it's like three hundred bananas, yeah, probably at least, at least. Yeah. So a lot you know, of- maybe nineteen seventy-seven banana inflation was like crazy. Yeah, that's true. Could have been way more, but. Um, Windbender meets up with um, Ghost Gorgeous, and they look like they're about to have a moment, but pretty much Gorgeous is about to eat her, too. Yeah. Because she's an unwed woman. Exactly. She's not married yet. Yep. And as we find found out, all unwed young woman, women power this house and spirit, or whatever it is. House. House. They power the house. Because, as we find out at the end, that when you have love inside of you, 
or if you let better? something go, you have to you have to let things go and keep that love inside of you, and that love inside of you will turn into a demon. And then you, it, it, yeah, if you love someone, then you feed them to a piano. Uh, if you love someone, you turn them into a doll, <laughs> and then you eat their hands later. Okay, save the wrists. Save the wrists. Mm-hmm. Um, so spare the rod, save the wrists. Wait, <laughs> spare the wrists. Save the child. How does that go? Something like that, right? Eat the wrist. Eat the wrist. Vampire piano. <laughs> What's happening? P- piano werewolf. Wear piano. <laughs> Wear pianos. Wear pianos. Uh, real quick, because uh, I didn't watch all of it. I don't have all the information, but that documentary on Hulu, yeah. um, I want to go finish because it was fascinating. The director essentially wanted to make a movie from the point of view of like a kid. Um, almost every single one of the death scenes or sequences came directly from his daughter the part with the futon thing attacking her when they would go visit her grandparents she had to carry like futon mattresses and they were always too heavy and they would like fall on her and she would be scared of those so was this a disciplinary thing to like freak his daughter out and say this will actually happen he was talking to her he's like you know what is a because the studio toho it's like we want you to make. Oh wait, there's the co- people who did Godzilla too, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah. and Seven Samurai, right? They, they're they were huge. They're okay, like the, they're like, like the Universal. Yeah, of they're the, a big okay. big studio. Okay, but es- essentially, um, this guy was an art, like an art f- short maker or whatever, yeah. with a bunch of friends, and he was showing his stuff in a gallery. Then all these people came in and were like, "We want you to make commercials," and almost all of them were like, "No, fuck you! Like that's not art." And then the, this director was like, yes, it is. Because even though you're selling something, you can still put like a beautiful shot in it. Yeah. And he was just like, they, the budgets for movies are getting lower. The budgets for commercials and selling stuff is going so high. I can make amazing looking stuff doing commercials. So he was like the only one that said yes. Yeah. And then based on that, Toho came to him and we're like, we want a movie that's like Jaws. We want a horror movie like Jaws. And so he wrote this script with like a buddy of his, um, based on scenes suggestions from his ten-year-old daughter. All the acid, all the acid, (laughs) the um, the bomb theme. He he lived in Hiroshima. Oh, all his kids or all his friends growing up were killed in the bomb. So he's like, I want that to be part of this movie. All the names he had before they had written a single word for the script. He's like. Like the gorgeous fantasy, all those people he had named before that. Um, but almost every death scene, like the piano death, mm-hmm. was a, like the daughter would take piano lessons, and the girl or like the teacher yeah. would like slap her hand or whatever to correct her fingering. And occasionally, like her nail would get stuck down in the keyboard, so it would feel like oh, yeah, it was like any bit. So she would tell her dad about that, or um. So obviously, so the logical next step is piano that eats people. Yeah, and when they went to her grandparents, the one with the futons, they cooled a watermelon in a well, and when they pulled it up, she thought it looked like a head. <laughs> like, every single thing in this movie, he's like, I want this to look crazy. So basically, his daughter wrote the movie. Yeah, well, she she wrote, or gave him, like, what would be a cool movie? Like, yeah. What would be scary to you? Um, and she's the, also the one that pitched the scene. It's like, you know what would be scary? Because she was brushing her hair and thinking about it, is if my reflection just started to attack me. And that was the scene with Gorgeous mm. in the aunt's room. Like, all of that stuff. Um, then the director took all that, wrote the short story, 
uh, put it in there about like the aunt in this like love that never came back because of the bomb, which he said he wanted to incorporate. Added some bananas. Added some bananas. Um, wanted it to feel like um, a crazy thing that a kid would have this point of view of like, you know, your your attention span is all over the place. Okay. And so it's eh. like, he you can tell he came from like that art film background, but all of it is super deliberate, which is crazy to me. Hmm. Um he had no storyboards for this. Shot it in two months. Um, so I see Game Yeah, play. that makes sense. Actually, two months kind of seems kind of long for a movie like this. It is a little long, but with all the effects, though. Um, well, that's not shooting, though. That's post. That's, but it depends if they're doing that. Did he do the du- entire movie in two months, or did he depends just Depends if he did the double exposure shooting. Oh. Uh, well, um, I'm sure he did, too. Well, he had to for some of it, but there's, um, you still he, have to do that stuff, like, afterwards. He wrote the story... Like in in you know uh, what's it called like prose yeah and then gave it to his writing partner he's like start with this idea and go from there, um, but Toho essentially was like we are tired of losing a shitload of money on like com comprehend comprehensible things that make a lot of sense it's like we want to lose money on something that doesn't make sense, essentially. Like, they basically came to him. If we're going to lose money, let's fucking go crazy yeah, with it. Yeah, that's essentially what they yeah. said. And then it took two years for the movie to be made because they did, like, a radio play of it that did well. No one in the Toho family of directors wanted to touch it, and then they finally let the director that, like, came up with it and write it direct it. Huh. It took two years after that. Wow. It was just... It's a, that was only probably a third of that documentary, but it was fucking bonkers. That's like all of it. Yeah. You have uh, some keywords. Yeah. Do you want to do one of the three reasons? Okay, let's do three reasons. You do yours. Okay. So my. Oh, before we go, mm-hmm. this is this is one that actually doesn't have Criterion three reasons. I looked all over the place. There was no legit three reasons from Criterion for this one. So we'll have six good reasons. So we'll have six, and I'll email them to them. It's like, you can use any of these <laughs> if you want. We've been studying your guys' things for a while now. <laughs> I, I thought about actually like calling or like emailing and asking what the three reasons are for this. I might still try. Yeah. Because why not? But Might as well. It's like, we also, uh, fellow Criterion, not Brian and I, um, we've come up with six if you want to use any of them. You can feel free to use, you don't have to use all of them. You can use maybe. Well, obviously you're only going to use half Obviously you need three. But, you know, we want to make sure you had options. We didn't want to, you know, force any on you. So, um, hang on, bring them up again. My three reasons were. Go for it. Bad background matte paintings. Those are great, though. When the clouds don't move at all and buildings pan in front of clouds, it looks awesome. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Matt, I guess matte paintings. Just yes. Matte, matte paintings. paintings. Yes. We'll just say matte paintings are the reason why. The heavy use of matte paintings. All over the goddamn place. As opposed to, for no reason, because you can find oh, sky. For, you mean for three reasons. Well, for matte paintings. <laughs> uh, um, reason number two, I'm assuming this is the first. I don't, I don't know why I would assume this. I have no reason to assume this. I don't think it's true. But... Probably the first instance of using a creepy local town guy right before the people go into a house. Oh yeah, you're like clearly this is a bad idea, but we're gonna ignore. We're it. gonna ignore this. How much this are your watermelons? Person. Let's buy this fruit that we're gonna eat later. Which I thought, I thought the fruit was gonna be like a sign of who dies first. I made a note. It's like, oh, everyone who eats the watermelon is gonna die, and whoever doesn't do it is gonna live, and then everybody dies. It and doesn't then, matter. And then the watermelon is a is a symbol for birth with the seeds inside. 
Yes. I'm just making that up. <laughs> sounds like some horse shit I get in one of my fine arts classes. My third reason was love is a demon. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Like, yeah. you hold it in, and it's a demon. Yeah, I like that that was apparently eating young girls makes you feel good. Yeah. Because I'm taking it from them. Or something had to do with love. Hold I don't on know. to the bitterness. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. All right, mine. Uh, number one, uh, finally murdering all the kids in an after-school special. <laughs> number two essentially giving uh, a kid a big budget for a movie because that's like okay. what the daughter did yeah you also you knew that you knew you'd seen some of the the documentary, documentary yes, so. which you didn't yeah. but it, it still could that counts it's fine. There, are, there aren't three reasons to pull from for so you know yeah. a little more research helps number three and i think this is the one that has the best chance of getting into actual yeah. criterion but we'll try it go for it uh banana morphosis <laughs> It's possible. Because I have not... I wish somebody... Now I wish somebody had turned into a watermelon as well. <laughs> just so we could be like... Well, watermelon man turned into a skeleton. That's true. The, yeah. Yeah. Banana morphosis, though. Banana morphosis is pretty writing good. Writing that out was really fucking difficult. <laughs> well, banana itself is hard enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do a game and then do the write-up and get out of here. Okay. So here we go. We'll go to the Criterionauts house... House. Keyword game. Houseu. Again, for listeners at home, Joey, I will give you a list of three keywords that people can search for, have searched for this movie on IMDb. Okay. The, this is uh, on their webpage. You can look up keywords. And one of them is fake, and the other two are real. Okay. So, I just gotta so you have the to pick one. the fake one. Okay. Go. Okay. Absurd humor, absurd violence, or absurd body parts. Absurd violence. It's absurd body parts. I don't know why I didn't pick that one, but I like I like the idea of that. Anyways, it's fun, and because there's fingers playing piano, that's absurd. It is absurd. <laughs> it is absurd, and they're just everywhere and floating around and being eaten. That's why I don't. I'm not. I didn't go easy on some of these. Sure. All right. Oh, for one. Okay. Mushroom cloud. Flashback. Kung fu classic flashback the answer is mushroom cloud was not in there was not in there wow yeah it is not one and this is great because you can search for these things alphabetical so i made sure that when i wrote it i want to make sure it wasn't in there okay so that was one of the ones like oh okay wow okay warrior coming of age camera girl camera girl oh you got it nice yeah you got one one of one One of of three one of three Okay, and I'm still is... looking at these square watermelons. My mind is fucking blown. <laughs> Dude. The fruitening. There's so much fruit that's been happening in this movie. Okay, here's the, the last one. <clears throat> Chirping, witch, dojo. Chirping, witch, or dojo? Chirping. The answer is witch. Okay. Which I, was not a keyword to, I, to find in this that's one. That's a tough one. This is a tough one. I made it. I'm, I'm, I purposely made this one a little harder. Okay. Yep. So. All right. Well, you did. Yeah. I, I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Uh, so as we established with Rosemary's Baby, um, I'm going to do my stab at the write-ups. Go for it. Uh, it's a shorter one than it was last time. It's a shorter movie. A shorter movie. Yeah. Write-up. LOL, comma, what? <laughs> Is that it? That's it. 
Perfect. All right. Um, I was sitting there, like, I was literally staring at the paper with a pen for, like, five minutes. I'm like, I don't know how to fucking make fun of this because everything they say in the write-up on their own thing is like, this is pretty it's fucking weird. It's already tongue-in-cheek and <laughs> yeah. weird about it anyway. I don't even know what to say about uh, it. It's kind of strange. All right. You All said right. you had some ideas for stuff to do next. Yeah, so there, I have, I guess, we didn't talk about it. I have, like, two options. I'll let you choose one okay. of the two. I will choose. Okay. So there's one, it's a Charlie Chaplin movie called Modern Times. Okay, I don't know that one. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is called Equinox, and it's done by, one of the people involved with it was Dennis Murin, who uh, of helped create ILM, Industrial Light and Magic. Oh, okay. So, and it's before Star Wars, so it's kind of like, there's like it's like kind of a monster movie, oh, okay. is the way the description said. Yeah, there's a giant green man thing. Yeah. Um, but I kind of figured either one of those would be pretty good. I think the Charlie Chaplin one would be good because we did see what's it called. The only Charlie Chaplin Modern one Times. I know is uh, the Great Dictator. No, this is this one's called Modern Times. It's actually 1936, so it's probably one of his later ones. That's not modern. <laughs> well, modern for him. I, you know what? I've never seen a Charlie Chaplin movie. I haven't either. Maybe he's the uh, what's his nickname? It's the great uh, the Great Dictator. No, he's got like a. Like a nickname, I don't remember what it was. Hitler no. stash. No, no, but if uh, something clown, some little tramp, the little tramp. That's right. That's what it is. I Modern times, Charlie Chaplin's last outing as the little tramp. Yeah, that's right. So, how long? Uh, it's is it uh, sound? I don't know. That's one I didn't actually. Is it a talkie? I don't know if it's a talkie or not. It might not be. Um, he did silent film, so, but I think, I know he did at least one talkie. Let's do Equinox. You do Equinox? I'm making the game time. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. Either the, one. Just I think steal I'd, from the movie? I'd like to do Modern Times at one point. Yeah. But we'll do Equinox next. Okay. For sure. This just looks bonkers. All right. I think it'll be, I think they'll both be fun. Equinox but. by Jack Woods. Jack Woods. Is up next. Um, oh, I gotta get. I got to get my wallet because I got to read something. Oh, okay. You want to talk by yourself for a minute? Yeah. So I could pause it, but I'm not I was, I was just kind of hanging out watching the movie last night, uh, listening to some spooky sounds while I watched it. Nice and spooky to get in the mood. Kind of felt like that would help. I was a little disappointed to find out that all the music was very happy and cheerful in this one. Okay, back. Took, oh, hey, Joey. I was just talking about music selections. For this movie? For the past one, yeah. All right. So, in addition to our email, which is criterionauts at gmail.com, or our prime source for getting a hold of us, which is criterionauts on Twitter. Yep. <clears throat> if you want to contribute artwork to the studio wall, oh. if you want to send us something that's not poisonous or explosive, oh. you can send it to... Joey Reinish, P.O. Box. Where is the address? <clears throat> P.O. Box 572756, Tarzana, California, 91357. Again, Joey Reinish. <clears throat> Make sure you put that throat clearing thing in there. Yeah. It's very important. 572756, Tarzana, T-A-R-Z-A-N-A, California, 91357. I just got that today in the keys, and the lady was a bitch. <laughs> Can't wait then. Oh my god! How big uh, is that? how big is a PO box? I got the medium one. Okay. So, but you can send packages to it. They just put like the slip. Uh huh. So it's oh, so then you just go and get the package. Yeah. And... So it's it's pretty much only 
bulk letter size, like yeah. not even uh, a manila envelope. But people kept asking after we did the the LOL JK with the urge, yeah, like where they could send stuff. Um, and the other one, I are had we opening? Did we open up Pandora's box? That's all right. <laughs> with that, hey, if you, I think what I'm requesting the most is even crappy drawings or whatever to hang on the wall because I think that would be cool. That's true. Or if you actually do have legit art, send it, send it in or fan arts or whatever, and we'll put it on the wall. I have like a bunch of dollar store frames I can use. Perfect. Um, but. Yeah, people wanted a place to send stuff, and that's uh, super close. Yeah, no poison. No poison, and... And preferably nothing that will cause any bodily harm to anybody. Yeah, they're... You know, it, it's going to go through the post office. Yeah. They're going to see what you're doing. So right. just the be, government, be smart about what the, you're mailing. The NSAs will know. Yeah, be smart about what you mail, and if you have any questions, you can email me or, you know, talk to me somewhere. Hit us up on Twitter. Twitter or, you know, explosivemagico at gmail.com for general questions. There's a myriad, myriad of ways to get in contact with I us. I put on the form that I would also accept stuff as explosivemagico, WASD, LOLJK, Climax, Criterion Knots. But I, just to be safe, maybe mm-hmm. address it to me. But this, this is, we're yeah. trying this out. So we'll see. We'll see what I happens. I just don't want to get stuff sent back to you. But if you want, it's there. You don't have to do anything. Um, if you just want to write us an old-fashioned letter, you know, because we are old, we do appreciate letters. If you want to send just us... Just like crazy on. <laughs> like a birthday card or... <laughs> sure. A get well soon Only if card. there's money in it. Only money. You, the first thing you do when you open a card is shake it for money, right? Well, I mean, yes, but... <laughs> but I read it still. Eventually, I read it. I just go, God, I would have rather have had the $5 this card costs. <laughs> <laughs> just tack that onto it. Yeah. All right, Equinox is next. We'll Equinox. see you next time. Uh, this has been mission number four. Already forgot the name. Hausu. Sorry. <laughs> this is Criteria, not Joey. Uh, this is Criteria, not Brian. We'll see you next time. Hail Adrian. Hail Adrian.